0: What would you do if you were in, the, uh, in a trail, in a wooded trail, and all of a sudden you saw a man coming at you with a big machete? <laughs> that would be a frightening thing, right? A big knife, and he's just hacking. That's what happened to Bobby and me back in, uh, in Dallas, when we lived in Dallas for some years. Near our house were these trails owned by the, oh, I forget which church owned it. It was owned by a Christian church. And they had a large property right there between Dallas-Fort Worth and, Arling- and Arlington. And it was a pretty nice hiking trail that my wife and I enjoyed on a daily basis. So we would come home from work, and this day was no different from any other day. We came home from work, we grabbed our dog Maximus, and we headed out to the trails to uh, to walk, to hike, to enjoy that afternoon. And it was a fall afternoon, so the weather was a little cooler, not your typical 110 degrees uh, in Texas heat, right? So it was a nice day to walk, and and we were enjoying our hike, and we were talking we're telling stories we're talking about work we were making fun of our dog who always pants whenever he walks and runs and then all of a sudden we heard this noise where it sounded like twigs snapping and 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 footsteps in in these leaves uh, and leaves rustling everywhere and as i looked up sure enough there was this big man with a machete just chopping away at first my wife and i were shocked we were scared we were thinking what's happening we don't know what's going on and then we saw the badge the badge that stated that he belongs to this uh, to this church group and that uh uh, that he has every right to be out there with a machete sure enough when we finally came together uh, we looked at each other and we said hi and i asked him what he was doing and he said oh I am clearing out the trail. And then in a little while, I'm going to fork off from this spot right here and make a new trail. I was thinking, hey, that's gonna be pretty cool. And as I looked at that area that he was going to create a new trail on, I noticed how it was going downhill. And he said, yeah, uh, people are welcome to hike this new trail and they could uh, hike it or they could take their bike on it, right? So this man, was a trailblazer, a trailblazer for the church. Now, why am I bringing this up? Because there's a thought that I want you to reflect on through this time that we have together this morning. And that thought is you being a trailblazer for God. Being a trailblazer for God. And not just with a machete and creating new trails so that people can walk through it. No, you're a trailblazer for something different. Something that's not even physical that you can't really feel it uh, by by touch, but you can feel it uh, by warmth, by an embrace. You're a trailblazer for love. I want you to reflect on that. Reflect on how you, as a Christian, is a trailblazer for love turn your bibles with me to matthew chapter 28. you know this verse really well because it's the great commission matthew 28 verse 19 onwards we can start on 18 actually 18 is a very important verse that we should know too then jesus came to them His disciples, that is, and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Remember, the context is that Jesus, after he resurrected, uh, he was uh, staying in the presence of his followers for some time, right? And, And to show them that even though he died, he is alive again. And so at this point, uh, he's about to ascend into heaven, and he's going to give one last command, and that command is in verse 19. He says, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you, Always to the very end of the age. Did you catch it? Did you see how you and I are to be trailblazers for God? Did you see how we are to be trailblazers for love? Number one, Jesus says in verse 19, he says, Go, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them. So the first thing is that a trailblazer does is that they go. They go into the woods. They go into the forest with the tools and the equipment that they need in order to make that trail, right? That's the first thing, is that you go. That's what a trailblazer does. A trailblazer would be very pointless if all they do is stay at home and they're not blazing a trail. So go is the first thing then the uh, second thing that i wanted to point out in this passage here is in verse 20 where jesus says that uh, in teaching them to obey everything i have commanded you now in his three years of ministry jesus taught the disciples many things right we can we can agree to that that in matthew mark luke and john we see in the gospels that jesus taught the disciples many different things. However, I think we can summarize all of the things that Jesus commanded the disciples. We can summarize his teachings to one thing. And what is that one thing? Turn your Bibles with me to Matthew chapter 22. It's a passage I find myself often going back to and sometimes I use it in sermons more than once. Because I truly believe, at the core of Jesus's ministry, this is what He wants us to understand. In Matthew, chapter 22, verse 37, all the way to verse 39. He says, Jesus gives this command. He says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind this is the first and greatest commandment and the second is very similar to it he says love your neighbor as yourself all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments i believe that this is jesus's teachings in a nutshell in a summary where he is telling his disciples right before he's about to ascend into heaven. During the Great Commission, he says, teach them to obey everything I have commanded you. What's that command? To love God with all your heart, soul and might or your mind, and to love your neighbors as yourself. Therefore, therefore, this tells me then that we truly are to be trailblazers for God to be trailblazers of love. Now, what does a trailblazer do? Do they go and, and uh, tr- just make trails in, uh, where trails have already been? No. If anything, trailblazers will go into areas that are untouched, that no one has ever been before. So let's think about this for a while in context. The Roman world was bent on laws, was bent sometimes on fear, policing, persecution. There's so many different themes that we can think of, of what the Roman world was like. But when Jesus came, he brought something that seemed new for the first time. I'm going to say, I'm saying that seemed new because really, if you think about it, the concept to love your neighbor it's nothing new that's the same thing that uh god told abraham when he made the covenant with him he said i shall bless you and through you you're going to bless others what's that concept that's love you're going to bless others through love so it's not really a new concept but because of the hardening of hearts during the time of the roman world i believe love was not a priority Of a lot of the people and so when jesus came into this world his ministry was focused on reminding people of the importance of love and thus he tells them commands them pleads with them begs them to say that you're gonna go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them right in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit and what is God God is love you're a trailblazer for love it might seem that this world doesn't understand love so much anymore but love is not a new concept so go back out there and remind them of what that love may look like for them on how they can love their neighbor on how they can treat their neighbor as they want to be treated themselves that's that's the message i want us to hear today is that we are trailblazers of god's beautiful unconditional love